happiness that's only going to last moments of mm. your life is not worth the while to hassle mm. for. Mm. We are working. Why do so many people go to jobs or work from nine to five or do all these things that they want to do? Mm. Is expecting that money can buy them time, which will lead them to happiness. But the truth mm. is, you can be happy all the time, but not have anything. And that's how the monks stay happy, you know, because they have nothing. That's why they're happy because they have nothing stopping them from being happy. Because mm. and no business can grow without the proper customer experiences. And this is what's important. And most companies must understand we can't make a company happier. We have to make the employees happier. So it's more of working towards the individual itself and building up that that environment that supports one another. Searched and confirmed in three to six or nine months after an inclusion of these kind of programs into the systems. Because what happens is definitely results will show up because at the end of the day, happy or positive people tend to work very differently from non-positive people. And that is coming up next on Bootstrapping Your Dreams show. So stay tuned. So the big question is this. How are ambitious people like us who don't have a lot of resources, did not go to Ivy League colleges, were not born into wealth? How do we become resourceful enough? Use our creativity, our dedication and a little bit of crazy to bootstrap our way to realizing our dreams. Whether it is launching a new company, launching a new app, or making it to the top of the corporate ladder. That is the question. And this podcast will give you the answers. We have created a tremendous community of bootstrappers, entrepreneurs, and professionals who are ambitious, resourceful, and want to get things done. We brainstorm, support, and help each other out. So come join us. Navigate to bootstrapping.group. Join today and get the Startup Founders Technology Accelerator video series absolutely free. Hello and welcome to this new episode of Bootstrapping Your Dreams show. I'm your host, Manoj Agarwal, and today we'll be talking with Dr. Suresh Devnani. His main goal is to inspire people by asking them to focus on happiness in the workplace. He calls himself the happy doctor. He believes the positivity can boost productive, creative commitment and interconnectivity. And he has over 28 years of experience teaching people uh, how to be happy. Uh, An inspirational keynote, motivational speaker and consultant who has ideas and views in terms of leadership, personal growth and organizational transformation. He has has also written four books. Uh, Let's welcome uh, Dr. Dev Nani. Thank you. Thank you, Manoj, for getting me on the show. Thank you so much. Uh, we are so excited to have you. Um, now, uh, this is a pretty interesting uh, name that you have adopted, the Happy Doctor. So can you tell us a little bit about that? How did you come about uh, on, on this concept of happiness in, in workplace? Uh, uh, share some uh, history with us. Okay. So, you know, while I was a desperate man, uh, uh, depressed man for a very long time, eventually when I found the pathway towards happiness, mm-hmm. And then started inspiring others into this, what we call beyond, you know, what we call conditional happiness that we are all inclined to finding. I started helping some other people out there that needed help. Uh I I look for successful people who are miserable Uh because success doesn't lead you to happiness. So I somehow find and seek those who are successful, but yet not happy. Uh And somehow those people that I've helped, 
figured it out that a miserable person can also become happy. So they started calling me the happy doctor. Ah, and that's how the name came about. And it was not even selected by me, but somehow it came about that. I see. That's interesting. So tell us a little bit about this. Like, what is your magic? What is your secret sauce that you can make people happy? The secret sauce is accepting who you are truly. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, anyway, we will speak a little bit more about that in the next part of your questions. Mm-hmm. But the method I call it is called the gate method. So okay. if you unlock your gate, mm-hmm. you will definitely connect to a more blissful happiness, mm-hmm. one that's unconditional and more open. So, so, um, so first of all, uh, let's talk about this concept uh, about happiness. Like, you know, because a lot of people, uh, they derive uh, happiness in an indirect way uh, from things which may not actually make them happy internally. Like, you know, uh, 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 you know money and uh, uh, objective things, possessions, um, which they can enjoy momentarily, but then you know, obviously it doesn't last and, and the happiness that you derive from that doesn't last. So uh, you must have worked with a lot of uh, people with uh, different, uh, different ideas about what happiness is. So uh, let's talk about that first. You know, what do you, what do you think is happiness and what have you um, experienced in terms of what other people think is happiness? In my view, happiness is very misunderstood. Mm-hmm. See, happiness that's only going to last moments of mm-hmm. your life is not worth the while to hassle mm-hmm. for. Mm-hmm. We are working. Why do so many people go to jobs or work from nine to five or do all these things that they want to do mm-hmm. is expecting that money can buy them time, which will lead them to happiness. But the mm-hmm. truth is you can be happy all the time, but not have anything. And that's how the monks stay happy and you know, because they have nothing. That's why they're happy because they have nothing stopping them from being happy because mm-hmm. things only lead us for this momentarily happiness. Mm-hmm. And then what happens is stops us. Then what is the next big thing that we need? Yeah, so yeah. we need this new high every time just to keep us excited and this happiness to last. Yeah, so yeah. it's the same thing with sex or maybe getting that promotion that you always wanted or maybe wow. getting that final you know, opportunity being the CEO of a company or having the most beautiful wife or you know, husband in your life. Or things like buying the next Ferrari or Lamborghini, you know, all things eventually come stopping you from being happy. So we can't base our happiness on pure things. It has to be an internal thing that comes from within us. Mm-hmm. And uh, what helps is through reflection, some form of meditation, some form of accepting. You know, that's what leads us to this core happiness, which is not conditioned by people or culture mm-hmm. or environment. It is more based on our own desires and needs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so true. Um, but in your opinion, how, how did that disconnect happen? How did we start attaching our happiness to, uh, to our, uh, uh, you know, the worldly possessions uh, and, and, and money and, uh, and wealth? Uh, because, you know, that, is, uh, that feels a little bit unnatural and, uh, because wealth and, and uh, money is basically just a man-made creation. So how did we, how did we attach our emotions uh, as a society onto this uh, thing that we created? It started from very young in your, uh, your age, because mm-hmm. what happened, look at this. Mm-hmm. In generally, today's parents bribe their children from as young as three, two years old. Mm-hmm. If you do so-and-so, I will give you this reward. Yeah. And this reward system just builds up as we grow older. Mm-hmm. And as we are in our golden age, like you and me, at the 45, 50-year-old bracket, 
Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we eventually come to realize that things are not going to buy anything more. It's the same. <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, this candy is really not going to be worth that sweetness mm -hmm. that we are seeking from it. And, you know, that's what I say. It's a society. It's like even uh, teachers at school. Okay, mm -hmm. if you do uh, well in your exams, guess what? We're going to have a party. Mm -hmm. So it might not be through money, but through things mm -hmm. that we are already expected from very young at age that we get rewarded for doing certain things. And hopefully when we do get our high marks or like do something right by our parents mm -hmm. or by our company or by our CEO, we are getting rewarded. So somehow the tendencies we have accepted, that is the core happiness that we are seeking. But eventually when we are burned out, that most people will eventually come to. Mm -hmm. We realize this is not gonna be what I'm seeking. I'm still miserable, I'm still lonely. I'm still not going somewhere that I want to be. Mm -hmm. And then, you realize this is all not worth all the hassle that I have been going forward to. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's true. Like, you know, all these foundations are laid uh, in our childhood. So um, how, you know, as a parent, what do you think uh, should be the right way to um, not only like discipline the child in many cases, but also uh, to get them to do the things that is in their best interest. So how do you think we should parent uh, such that they are not sort of, they don't get used to this reward system? I believe the parent has to first set an example. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, celebrating only those moments of success mm -hmm. leads us to only live in those successful moments. We have yeah. to free ourselves. We should celebrate every day, whether yeah. we failed or passed mm -hmm. or we, you know, succeeded or whatever happens in life. We should mm -hmm. make the most of that moment yeah. because failure leads to success. Success leads to failure. Nobody's perfect. And that's what's good about life. So we must inspire our children or society to look beyond, you know, moments like of what we call desire to mm -hmm. only be those moments that we live for. You know, we should be living for every moment. So living just for the second, enjoying and appreciating how we live. Yeah. Okay, and so... Yeah, more like how I have done it for my children. I've allowed them the space because a lot of parents like to rule over their children, trying to set goals and uh, needs and whatever other you know limitations on children. Today's children really need the space, mm -hmm. and for a parent to see how a child needs to be growing, yes, look back at their own personal experience with uh, being a child. You know. I feel we never liked our parents on our necks. So I think today's children also don't like that. So why not give them that space? Of course, monitor and be around whenever they need us because there are bad forces out there that can you know, bring children in the wrong places. I see. Okay. Uh, now um, I'll read one quote that I uh, got from your website. No magic in the world. There is only truth in you. So, um, uh, I mean, it, it, it sort of resonated with me, but can you expand on this? What do you really uh, mean by this? See, most of us feel success will bring us to a happier life. Mm -hmm. but when we do, some successful people are lonely, lost, and depressed. Then why? Why do you think there's no magic in the world? Because the magic doesn't exist, magic within us. Mm -hmm. And through my own experience of being a very, very affluent, uh, influential, and uh, prosperous person. I still was miserable. I was lonely. I was depressed. I wanted to kill myself. So I feel we should find the magic within us. It's not external, it's internal. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. So, so um, awesome. awesome. 
and uh, and uh, are you uh, are you okay to share some of your personal experiences like how did you transform yourself from uh, where you were and where you are today emotionally yeah definitely why not uh, i would love to share and i think it might help uplift some of those people who are going through similar symptoms mm -hmm. what happened is i was 25 when it started you know i was married uh, i had a beautiful son who was 3 that time and then somehow it came to me that hey i am burned out i am not happy with what i am doing i was successful made a 5 million dollar company by that time us so mm -hmm. you know you think money could have bought me more joy than what it did for me at that time mm -hmm. but i felt very insecure mm -hmm. self esteem was low because i really didn't know what is the next big thing that will excite me you know i had already come to that point and then eventually i started becoming very introvert and mm -hmm. I, at at one time i was a very extrovert i loved partying and all that so started staying in dark rooms more often my business started to fail then eventually one day my son came to me you know i think baba you need to go find your happiness you've lost it mm -hmm. and this was uh, that time he was 6 years old and for a kid to come and tell you that so it was somehow a message for me to go find something more than what i was doing for myself mm -hmm. and in that time already i tried to kill myself twice Wow. so it was not an easy journey but you know and then from an early childhood my grandparents had told me go to india figure it out you know there are always these gurus who can answer your questions so i started seeking for spiritual advice though i did not find it for the next 3 years eventually i was sitting in one uh, temple in india mm -hmm. somehow this uh, light came through me and told me son you have to look beyond yourself mm -hmm. and it's all within you so start concentrating inside and find that core happiness so another mm -hmm. two years passed you know and then while working on myself i started helping others trying mm -hmm. to guide them to find a better way of you know going through this experiences mm -hmm. and then eventually it, this led to this currently i am the happy doctor awesome awesome that's amazing story uh, i find it uh, you know i i've gone through similar experiences in my life uh, uh, you know got some professional success and uh, i came from humble beginning but then yeah i mean the mental well being is so important uh, because if you don't have that uh, none nothing else actually matter because you can't even experience it for for what it is like right? you experience or enjoy you can't enjoy what you have achieved yeah exactly exactly amazing amazing um and uh, now uh, let's uh, bring it back to uh, the the you know the real world uh, so you you also uh, work with corporations with companies and bring happiness into the workplace so tell us about that concept you know we we all talk about happiness in our personal life and we are you know familiar with the concept whether we are happy or not but uh, this whole concept of happiness in the workplace uh, that's new so uh, tell us a little bit about that so generally uh, companies that want to improve their engagement productivity and also look at the bottom line see today's generation x and y are not there for the money they are looking for something beyond money they are looking for experiences of joy so that's why this happiness element or incorporation has become a big thing today in the corporate world uh, our generation was not so keen on you know happiness because more like show me the money and then i'm happy to work <laughs> generation is not about money it's all about creating those experiences where people are growing at the same time learning and then also expanding on their spiritual connection i believe Mm -hmm. so in one sense is we need to make sure companies who really want to incorporate 
what we call positive values into their organization culture. They really have to be full board, you know, full on, because it's not for companies that just want to do what we call window shopping and add a few elements of happiness. It's not about having colorful furniture or putting some plants. It's really wanting to see the well-being of uh, people at workplace because today's workplaces are very, very competitive and also toxic in the sense because, you know, management in most cases is not willing to listen to the next generation. Maybe they might have great ideas. So we look at more than just the happiness element. It's more like making an inclusive work environment which has positive values of growth. See, I believe one thing. Uh, employee engagement equals to customer experiences mm -hmm. and no business can grow without the proper customer experiences. And this is what's important. And most companies must understand we can't make a company happier. We have to make the employees happier. So it's more of working towards the individual itself and building up that, that environment that supports one another. And that's how it should be done. Not that management pushes ideas of happiness and then they don't work on the individual. So we have to work on the individual. We have to work on the HR department. We have to work on the management. We have to work on senior leadership, managerial level. So it's a full on kind of thing. And we all have to be part involved into this equation. It can't be done by only four or five people who want to bring this bandwagon into the company. Okay. Awesome. That's great. And so um, what are the kind of results are you seeing uh, as, the, as these companies are incorporating these programs into their, uh, into their culture? What kind of uh, changes, as you mentioned, in the bottom line, as well as uh, any subjective uh, KPIs they may be tracking? Yeah. No, no, there's a lot of improvement that can take place if done in the full-on way. Because you can do it on a minor way, but what happens is after, uh, people are less absent, uh, productivity goes up. Uh, we are looking at also uh, sick leaves are lessened. We are looking at also uh, engagement improves by a lot of folks. So if you want percentage wise, I can give you from my website. Let me give you exact numbers, one second. Okay, in KPIFC, there's 300% more motor, uh, innovation, 44% higher retention, 37% increase in sales, 31% uh, increase in productivity mm -hmm. and 125% less burnout, 66% fewer sick leaves, 51% mm. less turnover. These are the kind of results that we have gotten. Awesome. And they are quite awesome to have in companies today. Yeah, yeah. What happens is the bottom line is the only way we can survive. Yeah. Okay. So now uh, here's another question. Um, you know, I've worked in, uh, uh, obviously I've worked with a lot of startups, a lot of large corporations. And uh, when something like this happens, you know, there's an immediate um, uh, improvement in, in any KPI that we're seeing because the, the implementation of the program is uh, very fresh and new. But then as uh, time passes, you know, um, the old ways of uh, doing things start to uh, start to uh, take over any changes that were made. So, uh, in terms of longevity of the of uh, of these numbers, like, uh, have do you measure that as well? What is the longevity effect of uh, of these programs? Uh, definitely, I believe a refresher every three months is needed. Mm -hmm. And also, what happens is HR has to play more of a relationship department. It cannot be only a resource department. Right. So versus like there will be videos that will be played for all new interns or new intakes. 
So everybody understands the culture. So culture is the only reason why we can maintain all these elements in the environment. So it has to be constant effort on everybody from management down to the person who's working in as an employee. Mm -hmm. So every three to six months is generally definitely what's needed is a refresher course just to keep the momentum going. And people see benefits, you know, for sure. And management does take it seriously when they see the numbers going up. Mm -hmm. And that, that uh, you know, that finally they are making money versus spending money on these kind of in initiatives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's great. And so, um, if you if you are at the liberty to uh, to share, uh, can you tell us a a few um, you know exercises or free, few ways you uh, bring in happiness into into the work environment or maybe even uh, you know personal lives because uh, it'll be good uh, that uh, somebody listening to it or viewing this can take away some actionable advice and implement in their life. So that'll be awesome. Okay, great. So let's talk about that gate method mm -hmm. because I think that gate method is going to help with all kinds of environments. So I okay. believe the gate method unlocks the, what we call the unleashes of our potential, the mm -hmm. potential that we thought we had, but we never really wanted to release. Mm -hmm. So what does the G stand for? G stands for gratitude, accepting the way life is all about because what happens is a lot of people are not thankful for all the great things that are in their lives mm. maybe great families great jobs or whatever else that you might have maybe a porsche or maybe even a toyota or honda doesn't matter but being mm. grateful for the things we have mm. and we have achieved because being grateful allows us fulfillment that's needed mm. then the second uh, uh, acronym is acceptance Mm -hmm. accepting yourself see we have a lot of self-esteem issues out there in the world mm -hmm. that's why people do crazy things out there mm -hmm. so accepting ourselves allows us to accept others in our life and that's what's needed being inclusive and this really helps in workspaces because what happens is we have people from all around the world working in the same companies today we are global mm -hmm. no longer can one nationality or one kind of race or one religion employees all work in one permits now we have to think about acceptance the next one is t t means trust mm -hmm. trust is a crucial element and what happens is when we do not trust we are no longer able to live a fearless life mm -hmm. because trust in yourself is important but beside trust i also would say you need to speak the truth mm -hmm. truth is also crucial here because truth allows us also to be ourselves in the sense that we no longer expect ourselves with people that we are not. Mm -hmm. So it is important to understand that without truth, we are living a lie and a lie leads us to problems and misery. Then the next acronym, E stands for empathy, understanding and respecting other people for their pains and sorrows and also for their well-being is crucial. No great leader has ever succeeded without empathy. Mm -hmm. And this is a core element which companies need to put in. So these four uh, pillars are needed for an individual, for an organization to build a culture to succeed. Awesome. That's great. That's great. And so um, uh, these, are, these are awesome uh, qualities to have. And um, um, how, do you, how, do you generally, um, how do you generally sort of uh, infuse this into an organization? Is it top down or bottom up or is it like collectively everybody gets involved at, a, at the same level or how, how does that happen? I believe the best way to go into a company is do a sunburst. 
Okay. Bust it in the middle, let it flow up and down both ways or sideways, left way. Because at the end of the day, everybody should be involved mm-hmm. at the same time. Of course, uh, we do minimize certain levels of uh, program depending on the kind of people we are dealing with. Because if you have people who already are on a more, what we call uh, soulful, spiritual kind of pathways, it's much easier to teach them through spiritual pathways. But then if you have the scientific kind, then we work in a different way. But at the end of the day, they will come to the conclusion that, you know, positive energy does flow through out of them. Awesome. And um, one question that comes to mind is how do you measure it? Like how do you, you mentioned some KPIs, obviously those uh, productivity numbers and all that you can measure, but how do you measure the level of happiness uh, in a certain human being or in an organization? See, uh, what happens is generally happier people also creative, more innovative, and somehow they uplift mm. not only the, the culture at work, but also uplift the customer experience. Mm. Uh, so these things could be searched and confirmed in three to six or nine months after an inclusion of these kind of programs into the systems. Because what happens is definitely results will show up mm. because at the end of the day, happy or positive people tend to work very differently from non-positive people. Mm. See, work doesn't become any more work for them. It's a reason to be. It's a purpose for them to come and grow and expand. Cool. That's great. Awesome. Well, thank you so much uh, for being with us today and uh, sharing all your uh, knowledge and experience about uh, happiness. And it's a very important topic, uh, in my opinion. Um, you know, we, we really... Uh, need to bring that back, bring some more fun into our lives, into our workplaces. So thank you so much. Now, before I let you go, how can people reach out to you? Oh, they can reach out to me through my website, uh, sureshdevnani.com, or I'm available on all social medias like Facebook, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn. So please do connect with me. And if you do connect with me, I have a gift for you, uh, a copy of my book, or if you prefer the 21 days of a meditation program, Mm -hmm. I'm here to give. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. Great. Thank you so much. Uh, We'll add those links to the show notes so that uh, people can reach out to you easily. Thank you. Thank you, Manoj. Thank you so much. And that's all for now. Until next time. Now, if you're an entrepreneur or a career professional, then I invite you to join our growing community. Navigate to bootstrapping.group. As a welcome bonus, you will get the Startup Founders Technology Accelerator video series and Mastering Your Inner Game video series absolutely free. This series of short videos address some core issues which are instrumental in helping you move forward in your business or career. The videos are yours to view and share for free. No obligations or strings attached except for one. You have to take action and implement it. So join us today. Navigate to bootstrapping.group. If you want more engaging videos and insightful interviews with industry's thought leaders, then check out the other videos we have picked for you. The link is right there. And if you want to be notified about our new content, please do consider subscribing to our channel.